Katie. And I'm Erin. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Cop. Welcome back. Hello. Happy and happy Thanksgiving week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I had to think about that really hard. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yes. That's a good segue. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. 100%. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful. Happy American Thanksgiving for our... For our American listeners. Yes. I forget that we have people from other places. Yes. And Canadian Thanksgiving was a while ago. So. Well, happy Thanksgiving to yes. you guys, too. Late, of course. <laughs> Whatever you're celebrating. Yes. Happy it. It's also D- Diwali, right? Diwali. Yes. yes. And then there's a bunch of awesome other holidays coming up for everyone to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's holiday time, y'all. Yes. Which means it's busy and it's crazy. And let's read a review before we get into the very <laughs> deep weeds of the news this week. Oh, Kay. my gosh. It's a lot. Yes. Um, all right. So this week we are reading Power Cat in Texas. That okay. is an awesome username. Yeah. I love it. I don't want to be a power cat. <laughs> Great Disneyland info. Kind of randomly decided to take a trip to Disneyland and searched for a podcast for tips and tricks. First one I found and have been binging ever since. Love it. Thank you. Thanks. Are you still here, power cat? I'd like to know too. And that's fun. Uh, people in Texas tend to go to Disney World more often. Mm-hmm. Because it's a little bit closer, mm-hmm. easier to fly to, or yeah. drive even. Yeah. A lot of people in Texas drive. So I love that you love Disneyland and go to Disneyland. It makes me happy. I love that. Ra- I love people that plan random trips. Me too. Me three. <laughs> I do it anytime I can. Uh, all right, news. Okay, there's lots of news this week. Whew. Phantasmic has an opening date. Mm-hmm. That was the probably the biggest news that dropped this week. So May 24th is the official opening date for Phantasmic. I'm surprised that they are boxing themselves in boxing themselves into an actual opening date this far in advance. Right, because usually it's like returning spring of 2024. Yes. Like that really kind of blew me away a little bit. So yeah. we will see if that remains to be the actual date or not. Yeah. I I wonder. I, I don't know. And, of and course, how can they pinpoint it? I don't know. And then there's, you know, maybe that's uh, Memorial Day weekend. I was just going to say, I bet that's yeah, Memorial so, Day weekend. But still, I just, yeah, that really surprised me. And changes. So no Maleficent, no Dragon. Uh, Murphy. Yeah, Murphy yeah. will be gone. Hopefully he'll come back in the future. We'll see. <sighs> Sounds like they'll change up the storyline just a little bit. I'm excited. Me too. It'll be good. Yeah. Pin trading changes. Oh, I'm so excited about this. A lot of people are a little upset about it. I'm excited about this. (laughs) I think the people that go to Disneyland specifically for pin trading are the ones that are most upset because it's cramping their style a little bit. Couldn't they? Okay. So really quickly, if you've been there before and you've noticed this in Frontierland, sometimes, actually pretty much all the time. Yeah, I would say I see them every time. Pin traders will take over the benches at the entrance of Frontierland Mm -hmm. and they've been asked not to. Yeah. They have, what is it, they ha- are designated to a certain area now. Yeah, and it's in Frontierland still, but I can't remember. But they're not allowed to use the benches. Right. I wonder if, like... And there's a bunch of new rules in place, which I didn't know what the rules were before. Maybe there weren't any. Mm-hmm. But, For pin trading yes, in general? but I think specifically they've spelled out there's no selling allowed. Like, okay. you're not allowed to get any monetary gain Which from makes it. sense. Totally makes sense. Right. But maybe it needed to be said. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they don't do it, like, out in the picnic area. The picnic area is usually pretty quiet. Right. It's still on property, but you don't have to enter a park to do that, mm-hmm. which I feel like would attract more people. Yeah. I don't know. And that would be out of the way. And it would be out of the way. And not cause traffic jams. I know people get so ticked off about those benches constantly being taken over by. And yeah. these are like hardcore pin traders. Yeah. It's never bothered me. I think it's been part of the like ambiance. 
Yeah, I guess. It's yeah. the Disney gangs yes. that have all their pins. <laughs> have true. you seen Disney? Yes. Anyone out there seen the Disney gangs that like actually have like leather vests yes. with patches? And, yes. Oh, we should the start. Sons of Walt or whatever. <gasps> Sons of Walt. <laughs> we should start a Disney gang. We've talked about it before. What would we call it? We're open to suggestions. Yeah. Maybe this will be one of our Patreon episodes. A Disney gang Forming episode? Forming our Disney gang. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Tune in. Stay Speaking tuned. Speaking of Patreon, join our Patreon. Yes. We, we had a second ahead. Zoom meeting yesterday. So fun. I we so. love hanging out with you guys. It was really like, fun. I would just love to just do meetups all the time if we could. And just hang out with it, our Disney yes. friends. In person would be great, yep. but on Zoom is great too. So yeah, go check out our Patreon. We loved it. Um, Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> Poor Earl. <laughs> I don't understand. So Earl of Sandwich currently has a temporary location Next to or where La Brea Bakery right. used to be. Yes. But there's also the Tavern, which is an Earl of Sandwich restaurant, kind of like a sit-down, fancier place. Mm-hmm. They are. They announced that they are opening another temporary Earl of Sandwich pop-up at the other end of downtown Disney, kind of like by, um, what's the trading post, the Star Wars mm-hmm. trading post. So it'll be down on that end. What I don't understand is, are they closing... The other temporary Earl of Sandwich. Will the tavern remain there when Porto's starts construction, or is that closing for good? So they're tearing La Brea completely down. They're leveling it. So they're not just going in and remodeling it, which is right. a waste of a building. But okay. So n- I would imagine no. You and think I the think tavern is closing for good when that happens? Does Porto's need that much space? Um, or is Porto's just how going How would you tear the- down part of the building, though? I, it happens all the time. Does it? Just like a teardown and a remodel of parts of a house. I think that they've said they're leveling it. Okay. So I don't think so. I think from what I understand, nobody knows, but I think from what I understand, they're opening up this second location. Mm-hmm. And it says winter. Yeah. So not May 24th. Could be until March. <laughs> yes. Anytime between now and March. But um, they're opening up this second location, mm-hmm. and there may be some overlap where both of them are open, mm-hmm. but then they'll close down the Porto's location to level that, and you'll just have the second, which I'm going to guess is just sandwiches. Yeah, probably not. I'm guessing the tavern's not moving. Right. But in the plans for the final downtown Disney, there is a, te- a permanent Earl of Sandwich right. included so, in that list. So, so then it's going to move where, again. Yeah, where is that going? Poor Earl. <sighs> yeah. Earl's like, at my house, this conversation has been frequent lately. Earl's like the youngest child. It just, just gets shuffled around yep. and just has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he's staying. At least we the know he'll The youngest child? Be, yes. The youngest <laughs> child and Earl are both remaining in the family. Oh, <laughs> We're not getting rid of them. Thank goodness to both. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Great Maple has an official opening date, and that is this week. If you're listening to this podcast on Friday, it's already open. Yeah. And the menu is fantastic. I know we read a little bit of, there was kind of a sample menu. You know we love nothing more than reading menus. Um, yes. So I'm Any just, menu that comes out, we're reading it. Yes. I'm just going to highlight a couple of my favorites on here maybe if it Just opens. remember, a reminder, it's at the, well, Paradise Pier Hotel. Pixar, soon yes. to be Pixar Place right. Hotel. I've seen a lot of people calling it Pixar Place already. It is not officially Pixar Place until... January 31st. Right. Mm-hmm. When it opens for... Real, which we kind of got an inside scoop this week. We did that. It's looking good, and they've gone in, and I don't understand. It doesn't make sense in my head, but that all the rooms are looking really good, and that there is some stuff that has been designed specifically for the hotel mm-hmm. that you won't find anywhere else. Right, really cool things. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, we're excited to check it out. 
Um, okay, so we already talked about that we were excited for Parmesan truffle fries. There's a couple of other really yummy appetizers, lots of salads. The brunch favorites, I think, is what jumped out at me. There's pancakes, French toast logs, chiliquiles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Another another option. Love chiliquiles. The fried chicken and donuts, which we already mentioned. The smoked bacon scramble, which sounds really good to that me. That does sound really good. Um the Cajun Shrimp Biscuit Benedict. That does not sound good to you. <laughs> not to me. I mean, it sounds good. I just can't have it. A traditional Biscuit Benedict, a ribeye hash, which I Yum. love a good hash and with ribeye sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Pancake Pops, that's the pigs For in a blanket. Kids? Yes, which we, I think when they first announced Great Maple and we went and looked at their menus for other restaurants, that was one that was on there. Um, and then the entrees look great. There's sandwiches. There's a hot honey fried chicken sandwich. The Great Maple BLT, a V-Blatt, which is a vegan twist on the BLT. Okay. V-Blatt. V-Blatt. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That's ugly. <laughs> and then their famous maple bacon donuts. They have seasonal donuts, which will switch out throughout the year. And then powdered sugar beignets, which have a house-made lemon curd. Oh, we're going with the lemon again <laughs> on the beignets. Anyway, then a bunch of fun drinks. I'm excited. It looks great. Yeah. Like I am excited to have another option for eating on, for that, sure. on that end of downtown yes. Disney. That'll and that's going to be huge because I felt like, again, we've talked about this before that, you know, Paradise Pier is getting a glow up. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, I mean, they didn't really have great options over there. No. And so you had to schlep yourself into downtown Disney to get anything good to eat. This right. is awesome. Yeah, I think it's great, too. Yeah. Um, the Jungle Cruise had something kind of fun happen this week. It was shut down temporarily. And the skippers came out front and did a little show for everybody walking by. With stuffed animals. I mean, normally they just have a cast member standing there saying, we don't know when the attraction will be back open, right? And they they reenacted the Jungle Cruise ride with with stuffed animals. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, they had a skipper telling the jokes. and That's kind of funny. I I thought that was really cute. There was a video of it for sure. It's back open now. They are doing some work on the ride itself, though, while it's still open. So, like, where the tiger is. That. Pity that they're not doing Jingle Cruise. <sighs> I was really hoping. I know, me too. That was another question, actually, I was going to ask. We were our guests on a podcast last Friday, which will come out soon. I think I next think, week. I think in a couple weeks. I think they already have one slotted for this next week. I'll tell you in a second, because they messaged Did me they? when it would be coming okay, out. Okay, perfect. Yes, hang on. Um, but... That was a question I was going to ask him is if he knew if they would ever bring the Jingle Cruise back or if that is permanently on the back burner. That I, makes me sad. I don't. I love the Jingle Cruise. I do too. And I wonder what the reasoning is behind yeah. not doing it. Because they still do it at Disney World. It's they still not do like it at Disney defunct. World. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take anything. They've already got all of the supplies. I mean, it takes closing it down for a few days probably mm-hmm. to add those overlays. Overlay. Yeah. The overlay. The overlay. Mm-hmm. World of Color is going to be closing January 8th through February 29th. So Season of Light, we'll talk about that more in our episode today, but that is currently running. And then on January 8th, when Season of Light is done, regular World of Color 1 will not be returning until February 29th. So it's closed for I saw somebody ask a question on like a, f- a Facebook forum, Disneyland, that said, you know, will there be anything to replace it? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, the they're going to lift the fountains up and out of the water. They're yeah. probably going to drain the water, actually. Yes, and it won't be very pretty. Nope. So if you're going, then just be prepared. You're not going to have that iconic, beautiful Wheel of Death photo opportunity. <laughs> that just you angle do. your camera up. Yes. Don't get the water. Don't get the water. <laughs> Squat low. Okay. We have official prices for Sip and Saver passes. So we talked about 
the food last week. We did not have official prices yet, but Sip and Saver is $61 for eight tabs. And with a Magic Key discount, it's $56 for eight tabs. That comes out to $7.63 per item with the regular price. So again, your mileage may vary. So if you are ordering from a booth and the item costs less than $7.63, not worth it's it. probably not worth it. Right. You got to kind of average it out. Um, $7 per tab if you're using your Magic Key discount. Are we going to get that? I think so. I, I think, think we, we should. should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be a good way for us to try a lot of things. Yeah. And they bring some things back year after year. Mm-hmm. So we'll try some of the staples. There's a new turkey leg flavor coming out for the holidays. I, sent and I think it's already me. there. Yes. <laughs> I sent her the screenshot because I was so excited. It's very holiday-ish. It's a pineapple kind of pineapple ham, honey pineapple turkey leg. Nope. It looks like a, a holiday-ish turkey leg. No, thanks. <laughs> um, so this podcast that we guested on that's coming up here soon, I started listening to some of their other episodes and they did a snack episode. And I will say, if, if you guys are listening... The hosts' names are Christian and Eric. Hey, if you guys are listening, <laughs> I I wholeheartedly disagree with so many of your choices. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so did they had a guy from, um, oh, what is the newspaper? The Orange County Register. Uh-huh. They had a guy from the Orange County Register was their uh, judge that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me hear. I'll tell everyone really quickly. Should I? Yes. So it's called... Drafting the Magic. Drafting the Magic. And it's a good mashup of Disney and sports. So if you're like a sports fan that loves having a fantasy team, mm-hmm. this is kind of a good mashup of that. It's fun. So the two hosts, Christian and Eric, draft their perfect team for whatever the topic is mm-hmm. that week. And there's typically five rounds, I've noticed, throughout all the episodes. And our episode was <laughs> Disneyland Slow Rides mm-hmm. is what you're going to get to listen to. And so one starts and he gets the first round draft pick and they use a little bit of strategy to try to construct the best team. Anyway, the snacks episode, the guy from the Orange County Register was like... Brutal, because every snack they picked, he's like, why did you pick that? Like, Ah. that's garbage. What are you talking about? (laughs) And I got to say, I kind of agree, but Turkey Leg made the list. Interesting. Well, behind the attraction, that series on Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. on their snack episode, the Turkey Leg makes a debut. So I think it must be popular. What also was on that episode? Oh, guys, the (laughs) Fluffernutter Churro had a little cameo. They didn't talk about it. They didn't mention it. But you saw it. But there was a picture of it on the screen, and I think that bodes well for the future of the Fluffernutter Churro. Why? Because it's on behind the attraction? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, they've had, like, Raleigh Crump on the Imagineering story, and then he died. So Everybody's got to die eventually, though. Including the Fluffernutter. The Fluffernutter has not served its time yet on this earth. (laughs) Fluffernutter, you have so much more to do. So much life to live. Too funny. We also did talk to them about this because one of the two guys is a cast, a current cast member, like Mm -hmm. we mentioned. And we said, do you have any pull? Could you just let somebody know that we demand that they keep the Fluffernutter Churro Willie's Churro Cart? And he said, maybe. He said, possibly he he might might know somebody. So we're working on it, guys. (laughs) We're trying. (laughs) We're trying so hard. It's out there right now, though. So this episode actually does drop. November 22nd. So go look it up. Drafting the Magic. Go no, some- that is next Thanksgiving. Oh, it's right before Thanksgiving. Are you right? sure? Yeah, the day before 13, Thanksgiving. 14, 15. Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday, I promise. No. The 24th? They said 24th. Nope. 22nd is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next week. <laughs> November 22nd, right before Thanksgiving on Wednesday. So go look up Drafting the Magic on your podcast app and subscribe now so that you can 
get that episode when it drops. It was really fun. It was a a really fun episode. We're going to have them on ours, too. Yep. The Christmas Fantasy Parade, our favorite parade. Katie's excited. Has some interesting updates. So fewer Toy Story floats this year than in previous years, which I'm okay with. Okay. The Toy Story section feels a little... Long? Okay. (laughs) I love Toy Story. It's great. And it's very Christmassy. It's an idea of Christmas. Yes. Well, you know, like Santa's Workshop... And the toys, toys, right? yeah. But there's also a Santa's Workshop float with regular non-Toy Story toys. So I don't know. It, I'm fine. Apparently, they feel the floats. same way you do. <laughs> it goes a little faster, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know that they've added anything to replace that. So maybe they're just driving a little slower. The maybe float it's just shorter. I don't. You can't make that song shorter. <laughs> it just lasts <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and then um, Santa and Mrs. Claus are. People of color for the first time in the parade, in the parade. this year, which is really fun. Yes, they have had um, different ethnicities of Santas mm-hmm. throughout the years right. in the Santa areas, which we'll talk about a little bit more where those are. Mm-hmm. But for the first time in the parade, I love it. I think it's very cool. I love representation. Me too. Um, the Marvels, the Marvel, Marvels, the Marvels, the movie mm-hmm. just premiered this week. The weekend. Marvels the is that like a dance group, singing group, the Marvels. I don't know. Sure. With Captain America and Rambo. What's her first name? Monica. Monica Rambo. And Mm -hmm. who's the other one? No, not Captain America. (laughs) Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. (laughs) And Monica Monica Rambo. Rambo. And there's one other one. Um, Jack would know this. This is like his jam. I can't remember what the other character's name is. The Marvels. Anyway. Yes. Hey, maybe there's our new stage show for the Hyperion. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) A musical review by the Marvels. <laughs> anyway, the movie came out this weekend. It had disappointing box office numbers. It's the lowest debuting Marvel movie ever, which makes me really sad. Me too. I, I kind of feel like maybe they just need to take a break because I think people have Marvel fatigue. To I be agree honest, with that. Like, I, agree I just with that. think it's been really overwhelming to try and keep up with all the series that they keep launching on Disney Plus and the movies. It just yeah. Like it's like a never-ending stream. Too much of a good thing. Yes. Also, what was the last Marvel movie? Was it Guardians? Would you say that's the last big Marvel movie release? Maybe I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Yes. And that one just broke so many people. That also, even if they didn't have Marvel fatigue, maybe they just were sitting some out now. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Our hearts can't take anymore. Right. But the Marvels characters are meeting in the Marvels campus. Yes. The new hot the Marvels. Group, the Marvels. <laughs> So that's fun. Always new characters coming to Avengers Campus, which is, which is one of the really cool things about Avengers Campus is it's just roaming characters all the time and they're switching things up. Yep. And then there's the old good standbys like the uh, Dora Milaje from Black mm-hmm. Panther are always there. I just I love Avengers Campus. The it's why the West fun. Coast wins for characters. Mm-hmm. 100% hands down. Yep. Um, okay. Let's talk about the railroad for just a minute. So... When I got to ride on the Lily Bell when I was there a few weeks ago, he gave us a little interesting insight. So do you remember when there was a fire at the New Orleans mm-hmm. station? Yeah. Was that last year? Uh, About a year ago. Maybe was it? Maybe like 10 months ago. Okay. There was a fire at that station. Well, apparently it did something to the signaling software. And so ever since then, they've only been able to run two trains at a time on the tracks because... Normally, they need to be able to communicate, you know, where the trains are at the tracks and have enough time to clear one before the other one moves forward to the next station. Right. 
they can have up to four trains Typically. on the track at a mm-hmm. time, but they haven't since this fire happened because it did something to the signaling, not software, but the, I don't, what do you call that? Whatever. Whatever. I get what you mean, though. Yes, yeah. the technology. Okay. So you know that map that's in the Main Street Station? It was not working last yes, time we were there. and that's part of that, too. Okay. That was part of that. Because we looked at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So normally you can see where the trains are with that's little lights. Yes. So he told us that has not been functional since that fire happened. Okay. But that they were working on it and testing it while we were there, he said. They're currently testing having more than two trains and the signaling software should be working now. Yeah. For the first time in 10 months, they have three trains running Yay. on the track as of a couple of days ago. Which so that's actually exciting. also makes a lot of sense because I feel like the waits have been so long yes. for the trains every time. So this time. will help a ton, especially going into holiday season. This right. will be really nice to have more oh. than two trains going. I love the trains so much. Yeah. Also, though, Disney, if you're going to just run two trains, can we make sure that they're the sideways facing <laughs> benches as opposed to the... Because I know the forward facing benches were running. When I was there. And I feel like that's not the one of two that you're going to (laughs) run. Yes, we do love the sideways facing ones. In good and awesome Hollywood news, the actor strike is finally over. They came to some decisions and some negotiations and figured things out. And now actors can start promoting their movies again. And they can dress up in whatever Halloween costume they want to next year, hopefully. Yay, that's so much goodness. drama there. So much. But anyway, it's over. So now, you know, the writer strike is done, the actor strike is done. Yeah. Hopefully we can get some more Marvel content now that all better. That's better. Marvel content. <laughs> all right. Disney Plus and Hulu are merging apps in December. So they're gonna do some beta testing on that. They will still remain separate apps, but you can also do a combo app. That's weird. It is really weird to okay, me. But whatever. Just, just so you're aware that's coming and then it will move out of beta testing sometime in twenty twenty four. And in crowd news, the Dance the Magic, I don't know what you call it, parades. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, local dance groups coming to do a parade. Right. November 18th and December 9th will be the days those are happening. It so will there's going to be lots of dancers yes, around. So it, and it will be busy on Main Street on those days. Yeah. Getting ready for those parades. So just so you're aware, if you have trips coming up, you may want to avoid Main Street. Or if you want to catch it, go catch go it. Go catch it. <laughs> um, did you mention that the... New grassy area and stage in downtown Disney where all that construction has been happening is open quietly. They opened it. No, and it's really pretty. Are you looking at pictures right now? Yes, I'm looking at some concept art, actually. And they're supposed to be having some live performances coming up. Yes. So it's open and functioning. Yeah, and I mean, it's a lot. It's rolling hills, so. Which is weird. It is weird because wasn't that part of what, why they shut down Toontown again was to get rid of some of the uneven ground that they had put in originally. I mean, maybe if you purposely put some hills in there. I don't know. Like, Can you see? Let me see. Let's look at it. Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Which is that supposed to be good for crowds? Like if you want to sit up higher to be able to see the stage? It's kind of a fun little picnic area idea, right? You could go grab some food from one of the close-by restaurants yeah. and set up a picnic right there. And yeah. Earl of Sandwich, when it's open down there, <laughs> will be serving sandwiches for you to have on the lawn. Yeah, it looks <laughs> really, really cute. I'm excited to check it out. We'll check it yeah. out when we're down there in a couple weeks yep. and take some pictures yes. and share with you guys. But Give you a better idea of what it looks like. Yeah, and especially this time of year, it's a good thing that it opened because holidays, they always have... Some, Some sort of performers. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk so. about that probably more in the episode. Yep. Kay. Okay. Is that it for news? I think so. Awesome. Mouse World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in vacation destinations all over the world. 
From frequent theme park getaways to annual family cruises to once-in-a-lifetime epic worldwide adventures, we can help you make those dreams a reality. At Moss World Travel, we focus on quality vacations to provide guests with the most optimal experience. Our agents treat each trip as if it were their own, which means a special personalized vacation just for you. Our agents provide concierge level service during the vacation planning process, including offering recommendations to fit your family's needs, such as help choosing hotel or dining locations, suggesting add-ons or extras that we think your family might enjoy, offering tips and tricks to make the most out of your vacation, and answering questions to help you plan efficiently. Some of our more popular vacation destinations include cruise lines such as Norwegian and Royal Caribbean, all-inclusive destinations such as Sandals and Beaches, Universal Parks and Resorts, and of course the various Disney destinations, which include the theme parks, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Alani. There's something for everyone, and no matter what type of vacation you're looking for, an expert agent at Mouse World Travel will help you get there. All right, it's holidays at the Disneyland Resort. So we talked a little bit about menus last week, and today we're going to talk about things to do, things to see, things to note, all the things. There is a lot to do. Holiday time is busy as well. I wouldn't know. <laughs> You're but about I will to find soon. out. So excited. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Okay. So first things first, let's talk about some of the different things that are available while you're there. Um, Christmas trees. Each hotel has a Christmas tree and then each park has a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So check those out. And the park Christmas trees are up. The hotel Christmas trees tend to go up a little bit later. Sometimes Correct. they don't go up right on November 10th. So and they also, may not be up yet. Um, something else that people really, really love is inside the Grand Californian. There is a large gingerbread house with hidden Mickeys, similar to what they do for Oogie Boogie Bash. Mm-hmm. Although this year they did a cocoa themed like gingerbread creation yes. instead of an Oogie Boogie themed one. Yes. Well, this year they're doing it looks the same to me every year. Is it always the same? I don't think so. I think no. it's different every year. Uh-huh. It looks very similar to me this huh. year as what it has in the past. Gotcha. And I think, is it supposed to be a replica of the Grand Californian? Yeah. Is that the idea behind so. it? It's a craftsman style gingerbread house. Anyway, Hidden Mickey's, they always share the facts for how they made it, how much flour it took, how much yep. sugar it took. It's edible, I would imagine. And if you're having trouble finding the Hidden Mickey's, there's usually a cast member nearby that would... Help. Help. Assist. Yes. yes. And yeah. they love to do that. So go check that out. Go check out the pretty Christmas trees. And then, of course, you have the Christmas trees in the parks, which are 60 feet and 50 feet, mm-hmm. Disneyland and DCA, respectively. Have you seen pictures of the Disneyland Christmas tree this year yet? Lit I up? I have. Do you, did you notice whether the bottom half is lit this year or not? <laughs> I was wondering I, if they got that fixed over the year. I didn't notice that it's not lit, so okay. maybe that means it's lit. And there's so. a lighting ceremony every evening. Mm-hmm. Kind of a dusk. Is it a specific time that they I light it? I want to say it's like 5.15, around the same time as the small world. Lighting? Lighting. Also, probably around the same time as the flag retreat, because mm-hmm. they have enough people there. Yeah. Let's see if we can figure that out, and we'll share that and as we find it. And the flag retreat is usually around like 4.30. Right. 4.15, 4.30-ish, before the sun goes down, because right. that's the respectful thing to do. Yes, have flag. that flag down before. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, yeah, I do think that the lighting happens right after that. Do you want me to tell you what I saw the other day? I was watching a video on Instagram, and it was like the tree lighting, and then whoever this was shared a view of Main Street. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about all of the 
swags. The bunting? Is that what it is? I guess. Or the garland. garland mm-hmm. that goes down Main Street with the, like, covers. It's like a tunnel of garland yeah. that you walk down with little wreaths in the middle. Yeah. <gasps> it's it made very, me so excited. Yes, it's very nostalgic, like, small town Christmas in the 1950s, like a Christmas story like a kind Hallmark of look. movie. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. so much. It's really pretty. So that's super exciting. Um, and then... Some of the different things around the resort that you're going to want to check out. It's a small world. Let's talk about it. Not my favorite attraction, right? <laughs> I ride it once every time just because it's like the rules of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Same. However. Christmas is beautiful. Yes. The holiday overlay is perfect. So pretty. And so let's talk about it a little bit. 50,000 lights on the facade mm-hmm. that are added um, throughout the months leading up yeah. to the holidays. It takes a long time. Yeah. They keep oh, eight weeks is what they say. Mm-hmm. It keeps They keep the attraction open and they do a lot of it at night. Yeah. Um, and you'll notice it start to go up hmm. eight weeks before. And then how many lights do you think are in the trees? No idea. 350,000 lights Crazy. in the trees, the Twinkle hedges, the topiaries. Yes. So that's one of the things I like most about um, It's a Small World is the landscape. Mm-hmm. The little cute animal topiaries mm-hmm. are so cute. Yeah. It's beautiful back there. It is. And it's really pretty at Christmas time. And we've talked about this before, but that is a great spot to catch the parade as well. Mm-hmm. The Christmas fantasy parade and then go hop right on the small world as soon as the parade is over and you won't have a wait. Right. You can, it's awesome. Because the holiday wait times for small world tend to get a little bit longer than small And I will small say world. that I have heard that the... Uh, parade route back to It's a Small World is probably a better option. We did it for the parade route out Mm -hmm. of It's a Small World area, and it was okay. I think back, the performers keep performing as they walk in. Right. I mean, we had a great—no, let me say that. I didn't didn't mean it to be like, "Eh, it was fine. (laughs) It was actually awesome. But I have heard that they keep performing, and it's kind of different. You kind of see a little behind the scenes. You see the the cast members just kind of waiting, standing for the parade ready to start. And— from what I've heard, the other direction they perform until they're out of sight, which right. is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, either way, you'll have a great experience. Um, there is a projection show that happens multiple times every evening. Have you watched it before? Mm-hmm. Do you remember it? No. Okay. So it's <laughs> apparently what's going on behind the clock. Mm-hmm. And so it's the Christmas magic that's behind the clock. And so they do this big clock mechanism that opens up to mm-hmm. reveal the magic, I guess. Yeah. We'll have to check that out while we're there. I'm. How often does that happen during the night? I don't know. Multiple times. Like every times. 15 minutes. It's like as often as the Bruno show probably. Probably, yeah. Once it's dark, mm-hmm. I think it goes a lot. Hold on a second. It starts at 5.15. That's the first time they do the lighting ceremony and then throughout the evening. Yeah. We need to watch it. Did you know also that there are scents during Christmas time in It's a Small World? I don't remember if I know that or not. I don't remember. There are scents. So as you're rolling through, pay attention. Okay. First of all enhanced music Mm -hmm. so you've got your typical it's a small world as the background music Mm -hmm. but it is enhanced with three separate songs jingle bells deck the halls and jingle shells which apparently (laughs) is like a a, a, what's the word i'm looking for polynesian maybe i don't know it's as you go into the little mermaid is it area i think jingle shells I need to know. Shells. Okay. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's the same as Jingle Bells. I don't know that it needs a separate shout they out. They mention it separately. <laughs> jingle Shells, which is that's a variation funny. of Jingle Bells. Um, and then scents. In Asia, you're going to smell cherry blossoms. In South America, you're going to smell cinnamon. In the South Seas, you're going to smell coconut. And in the European countries, you're going to smell pine and peppermint. Hmm. Isn't that funny? That is funny. I wonder why they don't do smells all year. I don't know. I mean, they could leave the pine and peppermint out because that's 
a little bit holiday-ish. But. And I've seen speculation before of like, am I crazy or did, did I smell something when yeah. I was on there? And people aren't sure. Huh. Well, this year, we're sure. Okay, well, maybe they need to pipe it in a little bit more if people are wondering I know. whether they actually smell the smells. I know. But yeah. Make it so, obvious. Yeah. So That's there's fun. some stuff to note for It's a Small World. All right. Some of the other holiday things. The Christmas Fantasy Parade. Which we already mentioned, but because we'll we love it, it so much, we're going to mention it again. <laughs> I'm excited to see the creepy little reindeer. It's actually not as bad as I make it out to be. I just have, we had one holiday trip, I don't remember how many years ago, and we kept catching that parade over and over again on accident, mm-hmm. and that song gets stuck in your head, and it's just. <sighs> but I've actually watched a YouTube video of it recently, maybe like. A few months ago. Yeah. And it kind of made me a little nostalgic. So. You're coming around. I'm coming around. I don't know. The the reindeer will always be creepy to me. Well, and I think part of it was that we went for Christmas Mm -hmm. so many years in a row that that was the only parade that we saw for a long time, too. And it's been a long time now since I've been for holiday time. So it'll be good. That's how my kids feel about Haunted Mansion holiday. (laughs) Like they're like a regular Haunted Mansion. I get that. Anyway, did you know that it debuted in 1995? That's an old parade. It is, which makes it the longest running holiday parade in Disneyland history. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's the longest running parade in Disneyland history. Or in Disney history, even. Do we consider, I mean, the Main Street Electrical Parade just keeps on coming back. So do we consider that a long run? Uh, it depends. So I mean, ni- I, technically, a Christmas fantasy isn't really taking a break, right? We're coming up on 30 years of this yeah. parade at Christmas time. Whereas the electrical parade keeps getting retired. But Christmas fantasy doesn't ever get officially retired. It, it doesn't. It's coming back. I don't know. So I don't know. We, maybe we should research that a That's little bit. That's up for debate. Um, Sleeping Beauty Castle, which is really what I'm most excited to see. I think that is the entire reason I wanted to book this trip <laughs> is just to go see the castle. 25,000 twinkling LED lights. Beautiful. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Um, and icicles. And guess yeah. what, guys? Disney World Castle just has projections. Just has, project- just has projections. Our castle has lights and icicles still. And it's pretty. It is really and, pretty. Okay. Snow. You obviously get snow during the fireworks, but did you know that they're, but did you know? Did you know? This is a The More You Know episode. (laughs) Um, They're doing some snow in downtown Disney this year, too. So from the 24th of November through the 31st of December, there's going to be nightly snowfall in downtown Disney between Jazz Kitchen and Blacktop, that area. And it's going to be every half hour from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Nice. I love it. So you can have some snowfall down there while you're checking out that new stage area. (laughs) (laughs) You can have a picnic in the snow. Yes. Another thing that's kind of fun to note is Disneyland supports Toys for Tots. And so every year they participate in Toys for Tots. And you can donate at, what did I mention earlier when we were talking about this? World of Disney, Mm -hmm. the Star Wars Trading trading post. post. And then in the hotel gift shops. I think that's right. There are going to be places where you can donate a... Brand new unwrapped toy. Right. Two toys for tots. And they will have some marine members who are there collecting toys on December 9th and December 10th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you're in that area and you want to make a donation, feel free. That's cool. kind of cool. Do and you maybe, know when the latest day to donate is? Does um, it say on there? I don't see that. I don't know. I would imagine they need a few days ahead. So I don't know. But if you're there in the next couple of weeks, look out for those donation bins. Sure. And maybe we'll do something if you're listening and you want us to 
yeah, help you make a donation. We we are planning on making a donation ourselves. So yes. if you want to contribute to that, just reach out and let us know yep. and we can add you to the list. Yes, and we'll do that. We'll take care <laughs> we'll of that when we're there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and then some other stuff to note. Let's move along. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> The holiday time of the Disneyland Resort guided tour is back this year. That is so exciting. And Have I wish, you done it? No, but I wish we had time to do it. We it were sounds just, fun. So when we started planning this little trip, it was like a 24-hour deal. Mm-hmm. We were like, let's go down Monday and come back Tuesday. But we couldn't find great flights. So then we decided we'd go down Sunday night and come back Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. But then that didn't work out either because we have a lot of things we want to see. Right. So then it ended up being Sunday morning <laughs> to Tuesday morning. But now we're like, should we switch to Tuesday night? <laughs> because how are we going to miss this? <sighs> no, we're going to have to be grownups and come home. I don't like being a grown up. Mm, me neither, but we got to do it sometimes. Um, so, yeah, holiday time of the Disneyland Resort guided tour. It's a two and a half hour walking tour. It's $110 per guest. There are mm-hmm. no children prices. That sounds similar to the Halloween time one. Uh-huh. And the price is the same and the yeah. time is the same. Um, they said, though, that they do refresh it every year. So if you've done it before, it will be a new, different tour for you this year. Try it again. Try it again. Are they still running the Main Street? What is that tour called? The Walk, one that they... The, the Waltz Main Street story? Yes. Are they still running that tour simultaneously? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Yes. Yes. I would think so. Because we talked to somebody that is going on it in a couple of weeks. That's right. So, yes, they are. Okay, cool. So, both so of those tours. you have two tour options. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, you could book a VIP tour. That's your other tour option. <laughs> and invite us to Do go with it. you. <laughs> this one is going to give you reserved viewing of the parade. Mm-hmm. You'll get a treat, a Christmassy treat, and you'll get to go right. It's a small world. So cool. Yeah. And then over at DCA... You've got the Festival of Holidays happening. Let's talk. I didn't write any of this down, so this I need to pull up. So first thing that I I didn't know about this. Actually, I did know about it. I forgot. Mickey's Happy Holidays, the little parade cavalcade thing. Uh-huh. You know, we talk about this occasionally, that DCA is sorely lacking a parade. Yes. And so thankfully, during the holidays, they have something. And so they have the holiday toy drummers, which for sure catch those because they're awesome. They are so cute. But they also have Mickey's Happy Holidays. I don't know if you'd call it a cavalcade or a parade or a march or what would you call it? I don't know. Just a little show on the street. A yes. street Street performance. And it's Mickey and a bunch of his friends. There's quite a few characters that come out with him and um, march and dance to the holiday toy drummers. So check that out. Um, of course, you have all of the food booths, which we will be checking out. Mm-hmm. And then there are live performers each night. And a lot of them are repeats. Um, I feel like they come back every year. Right? So you've got some of the ones that I've noticed come back. Mariachi, Diva, Mariachi Divas, mm-hmm. The Mistletoes, Mostly Kosher. Yes. What, didn't we say that was our favorite one last year? I love Mostly Kosher. The Fat Cat Swingers, which are always there mm-hmm. for every holiday. The Blue 13 Dance Company. So you're going to have a lot of live performance down in that area right along the water. Mm-hmm. And then you're also going to have the Viva Navidad, which is a street party featuring Mexican folklorico dancers, mariachis, Brazilian samba dancers, percussionists, and giant puppets. It's really cool, you guys. Please go check it out if you're back there. That's one of my favorite spots to go hang out during during any time, really, but especially right. during holiday time. There's always really good entertainment back there. Mm-hmm. Even That's one of my favorite memories is just sitting back there at Paradise Listening to the Christopher Garden. Brothers? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, even a non-holiday time, they have local bands 
yeah. come and perform and it's a good, it's a good exposure for them and it's great entertainment for the guests and it's, you know, part of your admission. You're not paying to go extra to a concert. Right. And, and you can eat. Who doesn't love it? <laughs> okay, so Mickey's Happy Holidays Cavalcade is the official okay. name of that, just FYI. Okay. Going back to that. <laughs> we have an Disney official and Pixar answer. characters dance and march along the high along to the high energy music and rhythms of the holiday toy drummers. So cool. And the holiday toy drummers go out on their own too sometimes. They do. So, and they do yeah. I've seen them do a little show in front of the water before. And they're cool. They are so cool. They're so cool. They're really Mirabelle fun. is back in Paradise Garden also where you can go meet her if you'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other favorite Disney characters that will make appearances throughout the Festival of Holidays, of course, are going to be Mickey Minnie, Santa, Santa Goofy. Cute. Is it Santa Goofy? It says it's Santa Goofy. Not back there, maybe. Probably up by Buena Vista Street. I feel like... No, it's possible that there's the Santa Goofy back there. They do. So real Santa meets in Redwood Redwood Creek and over by Pooh Corner, right? Yeah. But then after Christmas Day or starting Christmas Day, Santa Goofy comes because Santa's busy. Oh. Real Santa gets busy doing. That's kind of fun. And I think it might be Santa Goofy in the parade following that as well. Okay. I could be wrong. That'd but be I feel fun. like I feel like that's something that they do because Santa has got he's busy. He's got stuff to do. Guys. That's right. He's out doing stuff. <laughs> um, but let's touch on that a little bit more. Santa okay. Claus, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, and then also Critter Country, and mm-hmm. then also the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand California. Very cool. So you'll have four different places again: Pixar Pier, uh, no Pixar Place slash Paradise Pier. Right. No Santa for you. I wonder if they maybe will start doing that next year when they're officially open I as bet. Pixar Place. They'll I bet they will. Have yeah, I bet fun. they totally will. Okay, season of color, season of season light. Of light. <laughs> World of color, season of light. <laughs> World of season, color of light. <laughs> World of light, dot, color, dot, dot. color of season. <laughs> World of magic, color of nonsense. Season of one. <laughs> <laughs> There's snow there, too. Oh, yes. You'll get some snow. You'll get love and romance. This is the... Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It, there is a very, very sappy... Is there? ...like romance I've section never of seen this. Season of Light. I'm yes. excited. Um, there's snow. There's love and romance. Mm-hmm. There's family and home. There's the Nutcracker. <laughs> there's light and there's peace on earth, guys. <laughs> all rolled into one. That's how we know it's fiction. There's oh. peace on earth. All, ran in, all rolled into one season of... Color <laughs> and world of light. <laughs> Check it out. Let us know if it's you love fun. it. It's fun to switch it up, world of color, and have different. Which, why are they not bringing back the villainous? I world don't of know. Color? Like, come on. Jingle Cruise and villainous. Yeah. You already have all the stuff. <laughs> I don't understand. Somebody make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bouncing all around. My notes are a mess. That's okay. Chicken scratch, messy notes. Um, Select evenings at the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand Californian. There are going to be live musical performances with handbells and holiday mm-hmm. carolers. Have you sat and watched that mm-hmm. ever? Yes. I kind of want to find handbells. Yeah. It, that actually is really fun. I so bet. In the Grand Californian, usually right in front of the gingerbread house is where they perform. So fun. We need to find that while we're there. Yes. We need to change our flight home to Tuesday night. <laughs> no, this is all of our Sunday Sunday activities are <laughs> just roaming the hotels. But we're also going to try to get to the candlelight processional. Yeah, in the evening. We have not got time for all of this. I don't know how we're going to pack it all in. We may not be riding any rides, guys. Probably not. Maybe just Small World Holiday for Aaron and that's it. Maybe two rides. <laughs> 
really quick, we talked last week a little bit about candy canes. We don't have dates for them yet. We oh, were, yes. We, we need to print a retraction. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little overzealous and found a website with some dates and got all excited, which means the day that we're there may not be a candy cane date, which will make me sad. But but I feel like last I think the dates you shared were last year's mm-hmm. dates. And where you were looking at the fourth was the first date. Last year, that was a Sunday. So maybe they'll start the third maybe. while we're there. And if that's true, then I wonder if candy canes will be at trolley treats that monday and that's maybe where we should start yes is that where we're slated to start is that california adventure well perfect leave it there for now until we know but stay tuned maybe we'll have some candy cake dates for you next year or next (laughs) next week eventually um (laughs) typically they do release them in mid-november so (laughs) maybe today at noon is when they'll release we're recording right now (laughs) that means later today they're going to give us all kinds of good information absolutely okay what else what else can you think of I don't. I just love the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the music in the lands. They have differently themed Christmas music. So mm-hmm. in Frontierland, you'll hear kind of a country twang to your music, your Christmas music. Um, in the Esplanade, you'll probably hear the Small World Christmas music over and over again. Sad. <laughs> and maybe Christmas Fantasy Parade music also. In but DCA, you've fun. got some overlays too. Don't forget, mm-hmm. you've got Mater's Jingle Jamboree. Sure. Mater. Yep. Mater's Jingle Jamboree. Mm-hmm. And Luigi's... Joy to the world. Joy to the world. I remembered it. Good job. <laughs> Good Joy job. Joy to the world. So you'll have both of those overlays in DCA. Mm-hmm. Just fun music changes. Right. And Cars Land has beautiful Christmas decorations that are themed to cars. So car parts in the uh, garlands. I'm so excited. It's really fun. It's I'm beautiful. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't even stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my hair stand up on my arms. And the tree on Buena Vista Street also has a lighting ceremony mm-hmm. in the evening. So depending I feel on like not quite at. as much pomp. Oh, probably as not. Probably not. But it's still there. The Fab Five, Fab Six, how yes. many of them are there? Debuted some new holiday outfits this Christmas season. Oh, that's, so that's right. fun. And they're, they look so cute. They're very cute. I like them. I like when Mickey has an Argyle sweater. Mm-hmm. Me too. I just think he looks so it's cute. It's very cute. Yes. And Goofy's Kitchen, I think we briefly touched on this last week, but they will be having a holiday themed character breakfast and brunch and dinner. Yeah. So there's a lot to do throughout the resorts and also. In the hotels. Don't mm-hmm. sleep on the hotels. Yes. Go check those out. You're going to see music. You're going to see trees and mm-hmm. gingerbread houses. And They used to have a breakfast with <laughs> feel, Santa. feel real bad about yes, this, guys. At Catal, but that is no longer. But maybe once they get the new restaurants open, they'll have something similar. I hope so. That opens up. Anything else that we can talk about? I'm sure we will remember 22 other things as soon as, as, soon we, as we hit we leave. stop. But yeah. Well, Just if you're going this holiday season, lucky you. Lucky Enjoy you. every minute of it. All of these things that we just talked about, we have got to cram into like 36 hours mm-hmm. of park time. So wish us luck. Wish us luck. Um, again, if you want to help us out with Toys for Tots, let mm-hmm. us know. Yeah. And we can set that up and we'll take care of that while we're there. Yeah. And here's your weekly reminder to follow us on Instagram because we will probably be keeping you updated there on ways that you can help for that. Absolutely. So at ropedrop.parkhop is our handle and Facebook the same. And then we have our fun discussion group on Facebook. So go join that. That's rope dropping and park hopping. Yes. And this is also your weekly reminder. Oh, Christmas is coming. This would be a great Christmas gift to you 
to us from you, leave us a review. Rate the podcast. <laughs> subscribe to it. We appreciate all of the things. Happy Thanksgiving, America. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and we already mentioned our Patreon earlier in oh, the yeah. episode, but go check it out if you'd like to. We have so much fun with so our Patreon far, members. So far, it's been a lot of fun. And we are about to record a Patreon-exclusive episode just following this. So. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.